0: to the world-famous Perfectly Legal Activities podcast. As usual, I am your host, Donnie Numbers. Uh, so we've started some new things here. So first up is our trivia question for the podcast. And this doesn't just concern football. It ranges all sports and maybe some other things at some time. Um, these five NHLers are the only NHLers to score a 100 and 50 points or more in a season. Uh, Two of them out there should be pretty obvious to you. Uh, I'm pretty sure you've heard of the other two, but that's only four. And the last one was aided by being on a line with one of the first two. Those are the hints I will give you. Uh, Last week was a very average week picking games. However, it was a very good week to make money uh we hit a college ticket and we hit a pro ticket and that worked out all right so it was six and seven in college and four and three in pro but we got some money from the book this week for the first time in a long time uh so the winning college ticket we'll go over this last week i had the notre dame money line they beat syracuse uh, Arkansas covered 3.5 points uh, as a favorite at Auburn. And Oklahoma uh, covered 1.5 points as a favorite at Iowa State. Uh, some of the other games we had. We had Navy, who covered, who did not cover 13.5 points, hosting Temple. Uh, Texas A&M did not win. Mississippi beat them. I had A&M on the money line. I had Baylor on the money line, and they won at Texas Tech. North Carolina beat uh, Pitt by more than three points. So that was pretty good. Uh, Missouri beat South Carolina. So South Carolina did not cover three and a half points as a favorite. I also had Cincinnati on the money line. They got beat by UCF. Kansas State uh, covered one and a half points at Oklahoma State. Or hosting Oklahoma State, Kansas State, uh, won this game by 46.5 points, according to the spread. Uh, Louisville stomped Wake Forest. So, Wake Forest as a favorite by 3.5 points was a loser for me. In uh, one of the worst games of the week, Miami at Virginia. I had Miami minus 2.5 points as the favorite. Uh, that game finished 14-12 to 12 in at least three overtimes. Uh, it was all field goals, and then they went to that weird two-point thing, so that did not happen. I lost that game by half a point. I forgot we had a Friday night special. Um, East Carolina beat BYU, so BYU did not uh, cover three and a half points as the favorite. The Devils beat the Avalanche, so the Avalanche did not win in 60 minutes, and the Islanders beat the Hurricanes, so the Avalanche. Islanders or the Hurricanes did not uh, win in 60 minutes. So that was an 0-3 Friday night special ticket. Maybe we won't do Friday night specials anymore. Um, and that takes care of everything that's not pro football. Our lunch table consensus last week for the NFL. Uh, Jacksonville did not win as a two-and-a-half point favorite. Uh, Tennessee won by two-and-a-half Or more points against the Texans. And the Browns stomped the Bengals. So that wasn't good either. Our LTC pick went one and two. Uh, My pick was a Jacksonville pick last week. So that lost. Uh, Jimmy the Lock took Arizona plus three and a half. They got beat by Minnesota. Uh, The only winner last week was uh, Johnny Boss. Johnny Boss was on those Tennessee Titans. Uh, to beat Houston by more than two points, and Seattle beat the Giants, so Mike's uh, Mickey Worms' plus three for the New York Giants did not come to fruition. Uh, So we had some other tickets. Of course, we had a winner. Uh, We spent a little more money last week, and we bought an extra NFL ticket. Maybe we should do that more often. Uh, my winning ticket had an over for the Cardinals and the Vikings of forty-eight and a half. Uh, the Dolphins and the Lions had an over of 51 and a half. That almost went over at halftime. And the Patriots beat the Jets by four or more points. So that was a winner for us. And then my last uh, few games here. Uh, the Falcons. Oh, yes. The Falcons game. That's right. Thought I was going to sneak a win on the Falcons game, and the Panthers scored with under 15 seconds left on a bomb, and then proceeded to celebrate, get a penalty, and miss the extra point, and then lost in overtime only by three. Uh, I had the LA Rams on the money line, but the Niners went into Los Angeles and beat them and beat them handily. And we took the Eagles on the first half against the Steelers and the Eagles covered those six and a half points with relative ease. So that was the week that was and now on to our questions for this week. That's my question! The question, jerk! Our first question comes from John from somewhere in Maryland when do you throw away the cap for a can of shaving cream when you first open it when you finish the can at some other point well i first read this question and i'm like well you always got to have the cap or it's going to spoil and then i realized we were talking about shaving cream um, and then i remembered that there are shaving cream cans like barbasol that don't have caps at all uh but for some reason um i keep the cap until everything is gone and I throw it all away at once. Never occurred to me to wait and uh, maybe, you know, throw it out whenever you want or, or anything like that. Nope, it's got a cap. Cap's got to stay with it until it's all gone. Our next episode or uh, our next question comes from Jim from Elk Ridge. What is the best final episode of a TV series? Uh, I'm going to go with the new heart, the new, new heart episode where his, uh, where his show from Vermont was all the dream and he woke up next to his, his wife from the new heart show from the seventies. That's a pretty good one. I always liked the cheers last episode, you know, none, when, when you reflect on it, none really stand out. Uh, I liked the last episode of parks and Rec. That was pretty good. But that was probably because it has a Traveling Woolberry song in it. But I think the correct answer here is the the New Heart episode. So that's what I'm going to go with. Our last question comes from Mike from Pittsburgh. What's the go-to recipe for pasta sauce in the Numbers household? So, uh, I like pasta. I like pasta a lot. Uh, I have gotten pretty good at making three different types of sauces uh, that the family all likes. So that's pretty good as well. Plus, I got a recipe for a pizza sauce that's pretty good. But my pasta sauce recipes, like I said, the whole family likes them. So that's what I I base my, I've gotten pretty good at them on. Uh, I make a regular old red sauce that's smooth. Uh, the base of that sauce is a can of puree and a can of tomato sauce. And then you just add some spices. Uh, there's actually a little ragu in it as well. Uh, I do that to flavor the sauce a little bit. Uh, that's where any sodium in my my sauce actually comes. Uh, it's flavored with olive oil and onions and garlic. And Italian spices uh, I cheat a little bit I add some Parmesan at the end to finish it off that thickens it up a little bit gives it a little more taste and I do something that I would probably be ostracized in an Italian family for doing I add a little bit of sugar right at the end it cuts the acidity down a little bit and anyway we make a a, we make a rather large batch of that and freeze it and then you have sauce for whenever you need it um the vodka sauce is pretty similar um garlic and onion and vodka uh puree and sauce again and then you finish that off with a little bit of heavy cream that sauce doesn't take as long as to make you know if you're going to make a good pasta sauce you got to let it simmer for a while but the the vodka sauce doesn't take as long to make and there's vodka in there too uh that one's really good and i also make an alfredo sauce that's not bad that's got <laughs> this is a bit rich it's got butter it's got cream cheese garlic uh parmesan and heavy cream in it uh that goes well. The best thing about that Parmesan is a couple days afterward where you make a chicken Parmesan pizza. That's all right. I have pizza dough going as we speak. So that is Pasta Talk. And thank you for your questions. As always, you can keep submitting them. And I will try my best to answer whatever is out there. All right. A uh, little uh, follow-up uh, progress on on some of the... The bets that I made at the beginning of the season, I need a win, one win from LSU and one win from Louisville for the, in the rest of the season to uh, get a win total over ticket that I got for both of those teams. I need Georgia Tech to lose out. Uh, There's a big game this week concerning that. Uh, I took a Georgia Tech under. Uh, they had an upset of Pitt, which has me teetering on the edge. Uh, Georgia Tech plays Virginia Tech this week in what should be a truly awful game. But that's going to be Georgia Tech's best last chance to win. So we also, we have to root for those Hokies this week and, and make sure that that under will hit. Um, I checked uh, past seasons. And in past seasons, I went through the first week of December with the podcast. So I think that's what we're going to try to do here. We haven't missed a week yet, which is pretty good. Um, We are not headed to the book this week. However, we still need to pick games. Uh, So I'll just run down uh, some games here. I've got 12 college. Uh, These spreads are from last night. Kentucky is a one-point favorite at Mizzou. I'm taking Kentucky. UNC is a seven-point favorite at uh, Virginia. We're taking the Tar Heels to cover those seven points. This game is a pick 'em, or it was last night. We have uh, Texas San Antonio traveling to Alabama Birmingham. We're taking those Roadrunners of UTSA uh, just to win the game because it's a pick 'em. Um, I should really check the weather for this next game. If if you live in the middle part of the of the country, there's going to be some weather tomorrow. I should make for some fun football games the Buckeyes are favored by 38 points at Northwestern we think the Buckeyes are going to cover those 38 points Baylor is at Oklahoma as a three and a half point dog we're going to be on the Baylor Bears on this side uh this game is a pick them two Oklahoma State is at Kansas Oklahoma State had a horrific week last week we hope they're going to bounce back and all they need to do is win this game because it's a pick them uh The Utah Utes are hosting the Arizona Wildcats, and the Utes are a 17.5-point favorite, and they're going to win by more than that. Clemson, tomorrow night, is a 3.5-point favorite at Notre Dame. Clemson should take care of business and win this game by four or more points. Wake Forest, who had an awful second half last week. They turned the ball over eight times, travels to the NC State Wolfpack, the Wake is or Wake Forest is a four-point favorite, and they're going to win that by more than four and a half points. So, we're taking the Demon Deacons here. Uh, UCLA travels to Arizona State. UCLA is a eleven-point favorite and eleven-point favorite, a eleven-point favorite. Uh, they are going to cover those eleven points at Arizona State. Houston travels to SMU. Houston is a three-point underdog, but they are going to keep that within three points or maybe even win the game. And Texas A&M hosts Florida. Uh, I struggled finding a 12th game, and everybody I've listened to likes A&M in this spot as a a three-and-a-half-point favorite hosting Florida. So we'll go with A&M. We'll listen to everybody else and see what happens. Our LTC picks for this week. We have competing LTC picks, which is okay because we are not going to the book. Uh, We'll get that game out of the way first. The Las Vegas Raiders are a one and a half point favorite traveling to Jacksonville. Uh, Mickey Worms is on those Raiders. I am on Jacksonville. Um, Johnny Boss. Uh, is picking those Miami Dolphins as a a four-and-a-half-point favorite. When I looked last night, this was four-and-a-half points. They are traveling to Chicago. I like that pick. I think Miami is easily a touchdown better than Chicago. And last but not least, Jimmy the Lock has already lost his pick for this week. For the second straight week, he has taken a—no, I'm sorry— For two out of the last three weeks, he has taken a Thursday night game. This time he lost. He had had the Eagles minus seven and a half in the first half at Houston. Uh, The game was tied at halftime, 14 to 14. It is time to answer our trivia question. Uh, What five players in NHL history have been able to get a point total over 150 points in a season, should say 150 or more. Uh, There are five of them. Uh, The two obvious ones are Wayne Gretzky and Mario Lemieux. They actually account for the top 13 spots in most points in a season. Uh, They are actually the only two with 160 or more. But the other three that I know you're interested in uh, Stevie Yeiserman in 88-89 for those Detroit Red Wings had 155. Next is Phil Esposito with 152 points for the 70-71 the Bruins. And last but not least, Bernie Nichols, who was helped greatly probably by the presence of Wayne Gretzky in 1988-89 and 89 for the Los Angeles Kings. So that is our show for the week. I hope you enjoy watching football this weekend. You should probably get out if you're in the Northeast, as I think it will be a pleasant weekend to do things. Uh, But that's all for now. Remember to live your good life, and we will talk to you next week.